Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined by my rather agitated co-hosts. To my right, it is the one and only Uncle Sam. Hello. And behind the computer... <laughs> popping his own grapes, it is Bruce, the tugboat, Venditti. What's going on? All right. Week nine is upon us. And we are back at it with some more picks this week. Let's break it down. Uh, before we do that, any news and notes? Oh, Jonathan Taylor's out this week, and they traded Naheem Hines, so I have absolutely no idea who's going to play running back for the Colts this weekend. Deion Jackson, it looks like he is the guy there now for the foreseeable future. Um also, the Panthers ruled out Chuba Hubbard, so that means we are going to get the Deonta Foreman show again this week. And he, I mean, you want to talk about him? He has had a great couple of weeks ever since McCaffrey's been traded. So I'll give it to him there. Um, Brendan Cooks, who did not play in last night's Thursday night matchup between the Houston Texans and Philadelphia Eagles supposedly reported to the facility today. Um, even though he requested a trade and did not, you know what? Fuck him. He signed an extension. He signed an extension at the beginning of the year, dude. Guess what? He made his choice. So they could have really used him. Whatever. Yeah, they could have. You know what? Really could have. He's acting like a little bitch. What they need to do is just cut him. That's what I would fucking do. I'd cut him. God knows. Cut him and not pay him. God knows what they owe him on that deal. But whatever. Um, they owe a guy like that any kind of money is ridiculous. These guys wanna... come into this league and they feel they can do whatever they want to do. Signed a contract. Honor your contract. Stop acting like a little bitch. So <laughs> in some shocking news, uh, Saints wide receiver Michael Thomas has he's been a, placed he's a on fucking IR. another one, dude. Uh, for a toe? For a toe? I keep seeing these memes. Ronnie Lott cut his fucking finger off because he didn't want to miss a fucking playoff game. Ronnie Lott. Cut his finger off with a pair of garden shears. He busted up his finger so bad he needed surgery. He was like, yeah, surgery? Fuck that. Cut it off. Yeah, whatever it takes, right? Yeah, whatever it takes um, to fucking play. I, there's I'm me- so tired of it. Bunch of pussies. There's memes circulating everywhere that somehow Brian Robinson got shot and made it back in four games. Yes. And Michael yes. Thomas. Hello. This guy took a bullet and made it back. Stubbed Come his on, toe dude. and he's out for I'm the so year. I'm tired of it. That's a man. I was watching an interview with Howard Stern. He was interviewing Mike Dicka. Did you know Mike Dicka played through a separated shoulder and never missed a fucking snap and never missed a game? They taped his shit up to where he couldn't move. He was immobile, and he was basically, he told me, he was catching the ball one hand and smacking it through his body so he didn't fumble it. Come on, dude. What, what, what is this shit? What is this shit with these injuries? Every week. Oh, my hamstring's a little sore. Well, the whole, I don't think I can fucking play. The whole I got a thing, Charlie horse. The whole I can't play this making week. It's rounds. Even Cooper Cup came out. What? Said, even Cooper Cup came out and said, like, the whole turf thing, that whole chabacle going on right now, it's fucking up their knees. It's fucking Whatever, up their Whatever, dude. Feet. You know what? It's been going on for decades, and nobody did anything about it. Well, you okay? see it because... It's been going on for decades, Bruce. How many stadiums have grass, and they have fewer injuries with... You know, knee and ankle and bullshit Whatever. like that. Like I said, I, I've already been through that a thousand times. It is what it is. 
Now it, it's you know what it is the injury report. It's so the bet the betting guys can be, put their odds in. That's what it is. It ain't about fucking injuries, dude. Guy comes up, oh shit, oh, my hamstring sore. I'm gonna sit this next three weeks. Fuck you, dude. I'm so tired. <laughs> guys are a bunch of fucking lackeys. It's all about money. The NFL fucking prints their own money. The conspiracy juice is Whatever. Today. Call it what you want to um, call it, you woke little bitches. And some other news. Uh, Bradley Chubb, the new Miami Dolphin, has signed a five-year deal for $119 million. That includes $63.2 million guaranteed. And he'll want to be traded next year. So Bradley Chubb uh, looks like, well, supposedly will be in Miami probably for the rest of his career. Um, we'll see. Bet you he doesn't finish his career there. I'll bet you. I'll bet you lucky to finish two years there. The U.S. Attorney's Office in the Eastern District of Virginia has opened a criminal investigation, criminal investigation, into allegations that the commanders engaged in financial improprieties. Sources have confirmed that comes just one week after Dan Snyder hired Bank of America to find a suitor to purchase the commanders. So I think we're going to have a shit storm there for God knows how long. That's all right. Keep pissing them off, dude. Now hey, you won't sell the team. Keep fucking pissing them off. Well, as soon as if there's any criminal, doesn't things, matter. Gonna it, make you know what? They all do it, dude. I'm so sick of all that bullshit. That Mickey Mouse fucking bullshit. That is so stupid. So stupid. What's stupid? Fucking stupid. What? Stupid. Listen, stupid. It's, stupid. <laughs> it's all about a fucking name, dude. Because he didn't want to change a fucking name. No, no. That's what it's been about for fucking 15 years. No, they're saying that. 15 fucking years because they were the goddamn Redskins. They're saying he cooked the books. Oh, whatever. They all the cooked the books. <laughs> they all cooked. Okay. Hey, you know what? Ask Joe Biden to send 30,000 fucking IRS agents in there and check every fucking team. I bet you you find every fucking buddy's books are cooked. Everybody's. Stop. Stop. The, the tra- bullshit. The train has left the what station the today. Fuck, baby. dude. Um, do you know who Ray Guy is? Yes, I do. Um, R.I.P. Greatest punter ever punt in fucking football. He period. Was, he was the first punter to be a first round pick. And in the Hall of Fame. He was the first punter the to only be in the Hall of Fame. punter in the Hall of Fame. I believe so, yeah. Yes. So R.I.P. Ray Guy. R.I.P. Uh, let's he talk- was young, too. 72. Young man. Young man. Uh, let's talk about last night's Thursday night football <laughs> matchup. I am not going to lie to you. I thought this one was going to be an absolute slaughter fest. And I'm going to give props right now to the Houston Texans for going into the half tied because number one not too many teams have been able to even keep up with philadelphia let alone the the one win houston texans except the lions week one yeah it was only a field goal but i'm gonna give props to the texans um i thought davis mills played nice outside of the picks i i know garter johnson had a beautiful interception um but other than that i thought Davis Mills played pretty well. Damian Pierce had almost 30 carries. Damian Pierce. nine yards rushing. Damian Pierce is the bell cow of the future. 27 rushes for 130, 139 yards. That's five yards per carry. Also on the other side of the ball, Miles Sanders, 17 carries, 93 yards and a touchdown. That's over five yards per carry. 
Um, realistically, Listen, it, it, Philadelphia is very balanced. Jalen Hurts looked a little, little sluggish there. He did coming off, you know, coming off that first, uh, that first half. He looked a little sluggish, but he got it together. Fuck, he only missed six passes in the whole game. Yeah, be a break, dude. Um, this is I, I'm gonna go back to my consensus on the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles have not played anybody elite yet, so until. I see them either beat Dallas again. I mean, the problem is they don't have anybody elite on their schedule. <laughs> they they don't right. have a very, very, very good team on their schedule. Dallas is going I to I don't be, know. I heard some of these so-called experts talking about Dallas being possibly a Super Bowl team. Well. Which I think is fucking ridiculous. They got Dallas again on Christmas Eve. Okay. They say that every year, though, don't they? Yeah, we'll see. says Dallas is a Super Bowl team. Every we'll year. see. Um, Guess what? They're they're very balanced. Their defense is getting better each week. They're they're more balanced than any other team I've seen in the league this year. Do you think they're going to run the table? No, you no, don't. I don't. I I truly believe they'll lose a game or two here. Well, they play Washington the the next week on Monday Night Football. They'll they'll lose a game or two in division. Uh, the division games are tough. <clears throat> Whether got- it's to the Giants or to the Cowboys. Or to the Commanders, they I believe they will lose a game. They have a three-week stretch uh, through the middle of December where they're at the Giants, at Chicago, and at Dallas all that's, in a that's row. Not, that's not an easy That's not an easy to gauntlet to go through. Yeah. No. Especially but I still Chicago think they're the most playing. balanced team out of everybody in the league, period. They're the most balanced. Jalen Hurts, I, I think you got to give him uh, some consideration here. Uh, he's played great. He's played great. He is. He is. You know, um, I mean, he's not turning the ball over, and 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 yardage-wise, he's right up there with the league's top guys. He's the I, better I mean, version uh, of Justin. Right now, as of right now, you, you could put him in MVP MVP voting right uh, now. I think so. I think so. If it continues on this way, if it continues on this way, I mean, how could you not this say way, that? Yeah, I mean, if it if it, I, you know, you could throw Geno Smith in that fucking. Oh, that, that shit too. If they oh, continue to win, as much as you as out. much as you disagree, he's if they point, continue though. to win consistently, those two teams. Because I don't think anybody gave Seattle a fucking snowball's chance in fucking hell of being where they're at right now. You and the Eagles are the most balanced team in football. You keep saying that, but they're not the most balanced team. In they football. are Buffalo they are. is the most balanced team. No, in they're football. not, dude. Buffalo's also lost, so until somebody beats them, until somebody beats Buffalo them, doesn't have that much of a you run. Even, hold on, hold on. You told you said on last week's uh, actually it was Wednesday that okay. if Buffalo played Philly, you thought Buffalo would win. I said they would. I think they would probably win, but as of right now, they are the most balanced team in the league. Period. Nobody's beat them. Nobody's come close to beating them. And and they're the most balanced. Detroit Lions. Yeah, the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions yeah. only one by uh, three. Like I said, how many? You seen that first game jitters and how many points they were kicking field goals instead of scoring touchdowns. Well, let's. That we, game should have been a blowout. Let's swat, Let's go to the other side of the ball for Houston. I mean, uh, this, this is it, right? I mean, you're one six and one. Um. Are you are you putting a bow on this one and, and I, I think sending the, it in? The only team worse than the Houston Texans is the Detroit Lions. I agree with that. I agree with that. Did, was there and, anything... I, and I believe they'll be picking one too. 
Was there anything outside of Damian Pierce last night that impressed you about the Texans? Because what Damian Pierce I, is doing is impressive. You, you know what? Here's the thing with the Texans. They've got quite a few injuries with the with the receivers. Oh, they have, and they then you got one left. guy that's a, a fucking crybaby and just you know doesn't want to play along with others. And uh, it is what it is, dude. He did what he could with what he had. I mean, Davis Mills is he the guy? Probably not. Probably not. I, I don't mind him. You know, he's a tough kid. He stands in there. He takes a fucking beating, I'll tell you that much. And uh, for the most part, I mean, uh, outside the, the couple of picks, he had he, he had a decent game. If you were starting a team right now, would you take Davis Mills or Justin Fields? I'd uh, take Justin Fields just because he can move around better. Oh, interesting. And, um, I'm, not a, and I'm not a Justin Fields guy. Well, we can start out the week saying this. We are undefeated this week because we all picked Philadelphia. So, with that said, let's move on to where we're going to get absolutely slaughtered, and that's the rest of the games on the schedule this weekend. Sunday, yeah, because here, here, here's the, the first one of the fucking week because everybody's going to take the Chargers on this, and somehow the, the Falcon team that showed up and ass-raped somebody two weeks ago will be in it. So uh, at Atlanta Sunday at one o'clock, the Chargers come to town to play the Falcons. The Chargers are a three-point favorite, and the over/under is forty-nine and a half. Now, is Mike Williams playing or is he out? Uh, I think he's out. I'll be honest with you. I it got worse. Apparently, he's not going to play. Yeah, Mike Williams is out. But which he didn't have. He was back. Keenan Allen yeah. is indeed playing. Well, he's, he's questionable. All, he's also, he's also hurt as well. Yeah. He, he just They're all hurt. They're he's he's suck, playing. Here's the thing. They're he's just, sucking it up, and he's getting out is. on the fucking just, uh Justin Herbert is still hurt. He's Justin not, who? He's not. I'm not going there. <laughs> he's still hurt. Yeah. Uh, the, the ribs are still tender, obviously. The whole team's banged up. And obviously, but, uh, uh, if you want to talk. I, I don't other... see how they're only a three-point dog. If you want to talk about the other side of the ball, Joey Bosa is is still, still gone. Out. He's still he's on like, IR. So yeah, he's not coming back anytime soon. The Chargers are a three point favorite. It said it's between Cleo Mack and everybody else. The Chargers are a three point favorite. I know that. Between um, I can't believe six only, and ten, he'll be back. I can't believe they're only giving three. Or well, no, eight and ten. Now. There's another fun he's fact in this game. Happens. Austin Eckler also picked up an injury designation yesterday <laughs> in practice. So, um. A team plagued by injuries versus the Falcons. I'll tell you what, the Falcons played really hard last week. They and, uh, Carolina gave them everything they had too. Yeah, um, and they had a win against Carolina. Should have won that game. They shit to bed at the end. But. They had a win against San Francisco two weeks ago. Uh, right. Every so every logical rationale is pointing to Atlanta. You know what? Cordell Patterson's back this week. Well, he's back to practice. Yeah. His, his game status is still questionable. Okay. So we might get one more week of. Well, here we go. I'm I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the Atlanta Falcons in this game to cover, mm. to cover in this game, and uh, I like it in the three points and then playing at home. So, you think Atlanta is going to win? Well. Yes, I do. Okay, so you're yes, taking Atlanta plus three yep. and to win. Um, I'll be honest with you here. 
this whole Falcons thing, again, it's one of them things that it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, they played great against San Francisco. They played pretty damn good against Cleveland. They played very well against Carolina. Like I said, they that was one of the best games of the weekend. They gave them everything they had. Against Cincinnati, they looked disoriented. Um, so far this year, I think it lands. They are at home in this game, and that's the reason why I'm taking them. If they were on the road, I would not touch them. That's true. And if you look yeah. at Atlanta's losses, they're not awful, right? They lost to New Orleans by one point week one. They Tough lost to game. The, Tough they, game. They lost to the Rams in L.A. by a field goal week two. They lost right. to Tampa Bay. They should have won that game, actually. They should have won that yes. game. They lost to Tampa at Tampa. They lost to Cincinnati at Cincinnati. That was their biggest L of the year. But they picked up some good wins. Seattle, Cleveland, Frisco. I'm going to take Atlanta as well. I Remember, gonna... they beat Seattle up. They beat Seattle up. And that's not an easy thing to do. They beat them up. I'm going to take Atlanta here. The Chargers are okay. just too, too decimated. I'm going to take Atlanta plus three. And this over under a 49, I'm going to hit the over on it. I, I'm going to hit the over also. I'm going to hit the over too. It, and now we don't know how healthy Keenan Allen is, right? Right. We don't There's know too many how... question marks with them. They got a right. lot of injuries. We don't even know who's playing. If Austin Eckler plays, he's going to go at 30 carries. He's going to get 10 receptions. He's going to get three touchdowns. He's going to get 150 total yards, and they're going to lose this game. So I'm going to stick with Atlanta. For some reason right now, Atlanta's spicy. They just are, and I'm going to yeah. hit the over. Give me the charges. I'm going to take the charges. Okay, moving on to Soldier Field. Sunday at 1 o'clock, the Miami Dolphins head to Chicago to play the Bears. Miami is a four-point favorite, the over-under of 45-and-a-half. And I'll tell you what, between the Atlanta and Chargers game and the Miami and Chicago game, you have two teams that were supposed to be dog versus two teams that were supposed to be good, but for some reason I don't feel confident about either of them. Right. I Everything points to taking Miami in this game everything but for some reason the bears i mean that win against new england is stuck it's ingrained in my head all right the, the way i seen justin fields if he comes out this week and plays that same way i know truly believe they will be in this ball game you and everyone in chicago knows that's not gonna happen okay well i'm gonna say it like this Miami's offense is is looking. I mean, who? What defense is going to stop them? I'm like, gonna, I'm going to be honest with you, their defense kind of worries me more than Chicago's does. Oh, Chicago's a better defense. Than oh, Miami. I know they do. I'll give that do. to you all day. Um, I know they do, and they're playing at home. I mean, this is the hopefully thing. it's rainy, shitty, whatever, and then you'll see what'll happen. We like New England's defense. They were able to put up twenty on them. Baltimore's defense somewhere in the middle. They put up 42. Listen, we all thought Chicago was a dumpster fire coming into this year. Correct. We all did. They have exceeded expectations. The first game of the year, they beat the fucking 49ers. They beat them up physically in a monsoon. In an accident. In, in yeah. Chicago. Yeah. By, and then they pulled off mistake. another game. Come a week and a half later, they did the same fucking thing to another team. I can't remember who it was. They won some game they should have fucking Houston. lost. They beat Houston. Houston. So, I mean, granted, their wins this year are Frisco week one, Houston week three, and New England two weeks ago. Um, I'm Ultimately, I like what Chicago is doing. I think they have a little bit of promise. I think Justin Fields is playing. Now you got Claypool in there in right. this mix and, and see what happens with that. I mean, I don't know how long it's going to take him to get acclimated over there. 
with uh, Fields, but you know, I, I I truly believe they could have a good ball game here. You know, I I I right, make say, the pick. I want to say the Dolphins. I want to say the Dolphins. But you're not good. But I'm going to take the Bears in the fucking four. Fucking Bears. I'm taking the, the fucking Bears. Bears and the four points. Uh, I'm going to take Miami minus four. I'm going to take Miami to win, and I am going to take okay. the over in this game because if you look at it, the last two weeks, the the. <clears throat> Sorry, I had a frog in my throat. The last two weeks, Chicago put up 62 points in two games. Yeah. I mean, you can't argue with that. And you know Miami. Miami's lo- – the only That's, time taking, Miami has – going to take the over also yeah. in that game. But the only I'm time Miami the hasn't scored 30 points this year was Pittsburgh and then when fucking Skyler fucking White was playing. So uh, I'm going to take – I'm going to take Dolphins to win. Dolphins minus four and the over. Okay. Bruce? I'm going to take the over as well because you're right. And I'm taking Miami because after what I saw last week, that is a train and it's not going to fucking stop. Chug a choo choo, baby. Um, next yeah, chug a choo choo against the worst defense in the fucking league. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Next up. And you're talking about the Bears who just lost uh, Smith. I, I, so, you know what? The, bear, the Bears. So, okay. You'll see. A lot better. You'll see. Yes, you do, but you have to remember the he impact was. that Roquan Smith has. Their entire defense. Yeah, I mean, that's a big loss for them. I actually think the Robert Quinn is, too. Oh, they both were. Yeah. They both were. I know Robert Quinn didn't do much. I I think they got enough guys there. They got enough young guys there to plug and play right now. It'll be interesting to see what that defense looks like this week against that kind of offense. Right. Next up, in Cincinnati, the Panthers are coming to town to play the Bengals. Cincinnati is a seven and a half point favorite. The over-under is 42 and a half. And here we go. This is now the third game on the schedule where you want to vomit trying to pick it. I don't. Well, this is, maybe the, it's this just is easy for me. I'm going to take the Panthers in the point. I'm taking the Panthers. Any under. <laughs> Who are you taking to win? Panthers. Panthers. Wow. Um, I'm, I'm going to take that seven and a half points. Joe Schmo ain't no. And I, and I got a feeling they're going to beat up. They're going to beat up. Uh, Cincinnati physically. Jesus Christ. You see what happened to fucking Cincinnati last week. They got lucky. They got a couple garbage touchdowns at the end just to keep it fucking respectable. They were fucking horrible. This is what I'm going to do here. Okay. I, I sit here and I look at the, the Bengals' schedule, okay? And they lost to Pittsburgh week one by a field goal. They lost to Dallas week two by a field goal. They lost to Baltimore at Baltimore by two points. And they got blown the fuck out last week by Cleveland. It was an absolute massacre. I'm going to go off. Uh, I'm not going to let the recency bias get into my head here. Ultimately, outside of la- last week was the first piss poor performance Cincinnati had all year. Realistically, I think they're a better team than that. I don't see that continuing. Again, the other their other three losses were all by, three point, by a field goal or less. I'm going to take Cincinnati to cover this game, seven and a half. I think the Panthers are still too fluky. Um, I think Cincinnati will have a little bit more of an answer for Deonta Foreman. I don't see him going for 150 and a touchdown again, two touchdowns again this week. I don't think anybody's seen him doing that the last two weeks, and look what he's done. I I think this week everything comes back down earth a bit. I think the Panthers come back down. I think the Bengals go back up. Joe Burrow is a natural-born fucking competitor. We talked about it all last year on this show. We talked about you did too, Joe Cool, natural born competitor, calm and composed. 
I think that's going to come back to light a little bit. I'm going to take the Bengals minus seven and a half, even without Jamar Chase. I know. That scares me. That scares the shit out of me too, but that's why I took the Panthers. Well, we said this on we said this on Wednesday. We like T. Higgins this week. We like Tyler Boyd this week. I think they yes. both have big games. Burrow, even though they have four losses, Burrow is leading the league in passing yards at the moment. So let's hope they get their shit together. Let's hope oh, the offense. God, that Panther team that went down to fucking Tampa doesn't show up. Yeah, if they do, they're gonna hand them their ass. <laughs> I agree. Uh, yeah. I'm going to take Cincinnati to win minus seven and a half, and I'm going to take the under because okay. I just can't. I don't think it's going to be a lot of points games. scored, but I got a feeling uh, the Panthers are going to beat them up physically, like they did to, like they did to uh, Tampa. I really do. I really do. Especially <laughs> if they show up like they did last week. Cincinnati was awful last. They week. were awful. They were fucking awful. They were awful. They got gouged. They got gouged yeah. by Nick Chubb. Speaking and- of awful. Speaking of awful, we have a big matchup in division rival at Ford Field, and we're going to get into it right after a word from our sponsor. As the Detroit Lions show us each year, you can't win games if you don't have a game plan. The same goes for your finances. It's important to know the financial decisions you make today will affect your financial plans long into the future. Matt Lenhart and his team at Insignia Financial Company can help you plan for all your financial goals today and the long term. Call Matt at 734-744-9607 for a complimentary consultation to make sure your game plan aligns with your financial goals. Call Matt Lenhart from Insignia Financial Company at 734-744-9607 for your complimentary consultation. Do it now. You want to be set up for the long term. Remember, security and investment advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated is separately owned, and any other entities or marketing names mentioned here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates. Call Matt now. Best decision you can make. The Cheeseheads from Wisconsin, the Green Bay Packers, come to our own Motor City to play the one and six Detroit Lions. And I'm sure Bruce will be in attendance, shockingly enough. I will. There's somebody else here who might be in attendance. Who? Me. Oh, um, The Packers are only a three and a half point favorite. The over under is 49 and a half. I'll be down there at 9 a.m. So. Beautiful. Beautiful. Just piss on yourself. Yeah, be peeing on himself before a game starts. (laughs) Anyway, um, he's swaying in the wind with his brother. He showed up at halftime. I I will take the Packers (laughs) giving up three and a half, and I'll take the over 49 and a half. Okay. You want to go? It's Aaron Rodgers. That's all I'm going to say. It is Aaron Rodgers. Yes. But, oh, God. Yes. Oh God! Green Bay he's gonna, sucks. He's gonna sip the Kool Aid. You can Green sip Bay all the sucks. You want, bud. This is the battle of who the fuck is worse. Yeah. Yeah. Now I think the lot and at home in Detroit. Well, I I already made this call earlier in the week with you, Bruce, when I told you that Aaron Jones don't is be gonna surprised go when Aaron Jones puts yards. a fucking thirty burger and fantasy up on the yeah. fucking Lions this week, because if he plays anything like he did last week against Buffalo. It'll be ugly. It'll be well, ugly early. Good thing the Lions don't really have... All they have to worry about is the run. Okay. 
So are you going to make a fucking pick or no? I'm going with the Lions, dude. Are you taking them to win? I'm taking the Lions to win. Okay. Wow. Um, Over okay. or under? I might smash the under. 49 and a half. Okay. That's. Go ahead. Let's hear it. Green Bay in the second half of that Buffalo game looked fabulous. They only lost that game by 10. At one point, Buffalo was up. I mean, what was it? 21-7 at the half. They were up by two touchdowns. More. It might have, honest to God, it may have been more than that. Um, I'm going to check that real quick because I don't want to misinform here. Uh, it was, it was 24-7 at the half. And Buffalo lost, or Buffalo only won that game by 10. Green Bay, I said this, I said this on Monday. They looked good against Buffalo in the second half last week. Their defense really looked good in the second half of that game. It did. And and this is why I'm taking Green Bay is because their defense is head and shoulders better than the Lions defense. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's not even close. So we have not a good close. offense going up against a good defense and a bad no, you offense got an going a, up you against got a, a bad defense. You, you got, all right, you're saying a bad offense – that's their top five in rushing in the league right now. Yes, they are. They are. Right. And who's at the bottom against the run as far as defenses you can, you go? You can name it. Go the ahead. Detroit Lions. Okay. Hello. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know what more you can say about that. Okay. This is what I'm going to say. Okay. I, I When I was going through my picks in my head last night, I was going to pick the Lions in this just because I think that even though Green Bay's defense is better than the Lions – that's like saying Listen, um, I picked them fucking last week to cover and they didn't. Fuck who? the Lions. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, I can't. I think Aaron Jones is going to go for one fifty and three. Um, I, I think, think Green Bay's defense is better than Miami's. You want to know something? I think the fact that Elm Lazard is out in this game is actually a blessing because now he doesn't have to look for him. I think Romeo Dobbs is going to have a big week because, as we saw last week, and Aaron Lions- Jones, he loves throwing Aaron Jones. I, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he gets 10 balls. I agree. In the red yeah. zone, he likes to I, I, The Lions do not have one singular human being on their secondary who can cover Romeo Dobbs, let alone Jalen Waddle and and Tyreek right. Hill like last right. week. Right. Uh, I think the Lions get out to a quick start, and I think ultimately— They always do. They yep. always come out. They're fired up. They just can't keep the intensity. I they can't go into half. can't say always because they put up a zero the, ball. The problem is when they go into the half, they don't come out with the same intensity that they come out into the game with. I think ultimately That's a fucking coaching the Lions will is what it is. The Lions will be winning this game at the half again. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. Green Bay will doesn't play matter like because Aaron Rodgers will, will tear the ass out of them right at the end. Correct. Watch. You're probably right. I am taking Green Bay as a three and a half point favorite. I am taking them to win and I am taking the over. And I think Aaron Jones is going to have an absolute bananas B A N A N A S day. Uh next up. It's Brady versus Manning in Foxborough. The Colts, oh, wait, it's 10 years later. The Colts are going into Gillette Stadium to play the New England Patriots. New England's a six-point favorite over under a 40 and one-half point. And it's Sam Ellinger. It's Deion Jackson. And it's a whole lot of absolutely nothing for the Indianapolis Colts. I am going to take the New England Patriots, giving up six points, and I will take the over 40 and a half. Well, the Patriots beat a, what, 5-2 and two Jets team last week? Yes. Or were they 5-1? and one? They were 5-1 and one going up against New England, weren't they? Yeah, they were. They were 5-2. No, five five and, and they were 5-2. Are you sure? 
I believe so. Either way, all right, they they made – he didn't look like he knew what he was doing last week. I, I'll be honest with you. The, the Patriots' defense ran the Jets through the ringer. The, the Colts don't have any of their weapons. I mean, yes, you've they got – They were five and two. They were five and two. Correct. I, I just saw that. They got Shaq Leonard back. That's great. Do I think the Patriots will be able to score at will? No. Um, I don't think the Patriots are that good still. But I think they're going to win this game by more than a touchdown because I do too. last week against Washington, I'll be honest with you, Sam Ellinger did not do much to impress me that much. I guess he didn't throw a pick, but he didn't throw a touchdown and he had 200 yards. He was accurate, but he wasn't jump off the page at you. No. I'm going to take New England minus six. I'm going to take the under. I think sure, it's, I'm, I'm sure this is a shit show. This game. This is going to be a 21 yeah. 10 game. Yeah. yeah, we all agree. We all agree. Cross the board, baby. Honest to God, I don't. That might be the first time I took the Patriots this year. Yeah, I think it is. Oh no, I took them against the Lions. Fuck! They're, how could I forget four and that? four? They're 500. Yeah. Did you take them against the Lions? Uh, yes. Don't you remember? Yeah, you were the only one that did. I was the only yeah. one that did. I'm the only yeah. one with any brains here. Next up, MetLife Stadium. In-state rivalry, the Bills head down to the big city to play the Jets. Buffalo's an 11.5-point favorite, and that over-under is 46. And I already know what Uncle Sam's going to say. I'm going to take the Jets to cover. <laughs> and I'm going to take the over 46. Okay. who? I'm going to take the Did over Did I take 46. the words out of your mouth? The, the Jets will cover in this game. <laughs> I love the 11 and a half points. I, I don't think I've seen that disparity yet this year. Um, no, Buffalo was Buffalo played a couple of people as a 14 or 15 point favorite. Okay. And well, last I'm going to take the Jets to cover here. Philly was a 14 point favorite. Do I last think the Jets last will week, win? There was like no, two. But I think they will cover this. So you're picking Buffalo to win, Jets to cover. Correct. Uh, I'm taking Buffalo to win. Yeah. I am taking Buffalo to cover. And I'm going to surprise the shit out of here. But. I'm going to take the under in this game. I, I am. Um, the way that Zach Wilson and the Jets looked last week against New England's defense, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, Zach Wilson scares the shit he out of me. He scares the shit it's out awful. of me. Their best offensive best, player. Best case scenario, he goes down with an injury here this week. Their best player in Brees Hall is no more. Um, uh, Corey Day. All the guys that were doing really well for the Jets, as soon as Zach Wilson came back into the fold, disappeared. Yep. Corey Davis. I mean, we don't even know if Elijah Moore is still on the fucking team anymore. Tyler Conklin had a great week last week. I don't think he's going to be able to do that against the Buffalo defense. Give me Buffalo to win. Give me Buffalo giving up 11 and a half. And give me the under because I don't think – I think the Jets' offense is going to be impotent this week. Bruce! It's another week of you have to choose the Bills. (laughs) What is it not going to be that week? Are you ready for my shit show of the week? This is your shit show? This is my shit show. Oh, my God. This is my shit show. Good things can only happen for so long, especially if you're Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. And this week, they go into FedEx Field to play the Commanders. Minnesota's a three-point favorite. The over-under is 43-and-a-half. And we throw it to Uncle Sam to talk about how much he thinks the Commanders, the three wins in a row Commanders are going to win by. They're undefeated with Taylor Heineke. Oh, here we go, baby. I knew that was going to be. Undefeated with Taylor <laughs> Heineke. 
I am going to take the commanders in this game and the three points to win. And I'm going to go over 43. I'm going to say you're a little slow because Minnesota just got TJ Hawkinson. And, and oh, it's going to be what does that mean? It's going to be the Hawk show. Well, right? What does that mean? That offense is going to do be. Do I say anything to you about not wearing your helmet here? True. No. <laughs> yeah, you do. Actually, almost every episode. <laughs> so are, you're taking Washington. I'm taking the commanders and the over and a three and a half. Over. You're taking Washington to win. You're taking Washington Correct. plus three. I'm taking them to win. And you are taking the over? Over. Over. Are you sure yep. about that? Yep. Well, as far as the over-under is concerned. I got a feeling it could turn into a shootout. I love Terry McLaurin this week. I, I, I just think it's it's going to be awesome. As far as the over-under is concerned, Minnesota's put up points uh, plentiful. 34, 24, 29, 28, 28. Yes. That's their last five. Uh, Washington, 17, 23, 12, 17, 10. So I'm going to agree with you here. I'm going to take the over. Now, as far as this goes, everybody knows it's documented on here how I feel about Kirk Cousins. They, the they put 25 points up the last two uh, two weeks. So uh, 25 and 21. Who? I, commanders. So I I like them. What, what are you looking at? I like them. To, I like the over on They put up 23 against Green Bay, and last week against Indy, they put up 17 little bit of scratch of the eye fix the glasses shut up asshole um oh i'm sorry they put 25 on dallas and 21 on uh tennessee okay go ahead they put up 10 against dallas and anyway anyway <laughs> and they put up 17 against tennessee and lost oh. anyways um, i like them to win this week You'll see. Okay. I'm also going like. to take I am also going to take Washington. I'm going to take them to win. I'm going to take them plus three. And I'm going to take the over. Me and Uncle Sam match up on this. Do I think the Vikings are a much better team than Washington? I do. Do I think that Washington is in a little bit of disarray? I do. Do I think Taylor Heineke is exceeding expectations? I do. Uh, the commanders are going to have Chase Young back this week. And I love Antonio Gibson, his reemergence. Uh, has been absolutely beautiful the last two weeks. I don't expect him to put up 25, but I also like McLaurin. And this is just this is a trap game for the Vikings. I mean, if you look at their schedule, they have not lost a game since week two against Philadelphia. Um, that they got pummeled in. They do play Buffalo, Dallas, and New England in the next three. Yep. So I think that's that overall. You'll see the real Vikings team. You're going to start to see the real the Vikings. Couple of weeks. Uh, I know I'm going against Kirk Cousins at one o'clock, and I usually do not do that. He was shaky last week, real shaky. I uh, in the beginning. Yeah, no, I'm going to stick on. it. I'm going to stick with what. Anyway, hey, you know what? Fuck all of that. Actually. I don't go against Kirk Cousins at 1 o'clock. I don't. I don't. And as much as I sat here and thought about this and said it's a trap game, it's not a fucking trap game. Skull. Let's fucking go. Throw everything out I said. I'm still taking the over. I'm taking Minnesota minus three, and I'm taking Minnesota to win. I don't know what just happened. Taylor fucking Heineke. <laughs> the light bulb. Taylor Heineke? You'll see. Did You'll I almost see. Just with Taylor Heineke? Please. You got to be a believer. Oh I believe in God. Taylor Heineke. Skull, baby. Skull. Anyway. I'm guessing you're taking Minnesota. Absolutely. Right, That's over the under. Only time you'll actually fucking hear me say skull. Okay. But... 
Everything that I just said about the shit show of the week, get a dry erase marker, wipe it off. This here, this game is one that will live in infamy for the there's shit a, show I mean, there's a couple. of the week. No, this is <laughs> the shit show of the week. We have a great legendary matchup between the two and five Las Vegas disappointments and the two and six Jacksonville Jaguars. Vegas is somehow a one and a half point favorite and the over under is somehow 48 points when last week the Raiders went out against New Orleans and put up. So the legend of Urban Meyer lives on. Jacksonville <laughs> started out the year looking pretty nice. They were two and one at one point. They beat Indy 24 to nothing. They beat the Chargers 38 to 10. And ever since then, they have lost five in a row. Vegas, on the other hand, um, absolute fucking dumpster fire. Dumpster fire. I, that was the, last week. They lost at New Orleans 24 to nothing, got shut out. And I have not been more shocked with a performance yet this year. Truly. This is a big shit. That's the same team that lost to the Chiefs by one. And the Chargers overtime. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take the Raiders in this game. Ooh. And the under. Ooh. I am as well. Uh, I'm going to take the Jaguars to cover. I'm going to take the Jaguars to win. And I am as well going to take the under. Um, there's something going on about with the Raiders right now that we don't know about. We're about to find out. There's something going on with them that we don't know about. They, they don't come out and run the football. You'll know real quick. And I'll be honest with Well, yeah. Number yeah. one, their utilization of Josh Jacobs last week was absolutely fucking awful. Yeah. Fucking the awful. Utilization awful. of Devontae um, is awful. Absolutely awful. Uh, and I'll be honest with you. Uh, this will be the fourth week in a row I have taken Jacksonville. And every time I have taken Jacksonville, they have lost. So I'm going to stick with it, though. It's like... When you're on a run, you might as well stick with it, you know? Just keep – I'm going to keep betting Jacksonville. Um, <laughs> next up. That's how it works. We got another in-division rival. The Seahawks are heading down to the desert to play the Cardinals at State Farm Stadium. Arizona is a two-point favorite. The over-under is 49-and-a-half. And here we go. Another game I have no fucking idea what to make. I don't know. The Seahawks, again, and I say, I've say i been saying this. I, I was the only one here who picked the Seahawks last week. I will say that. I picked the Seahawks to beat the Giants. Yes. Okay? I, I It felt like a trappy game for the Giants. I, I sat here and thought about how is Daniel Jones doing this with um, fucking the Teletubbies it, as his and, wide and receiving it, it, core? It caught up with them, obviously. Yeah. Um. And they still almost pulled that game but out. But here's this is the thing: we sit here and we look at Seattle, and I, I'm kind of getting to the point with Seattle where I'm like, "When okay. do the wheels come off?" Yes. When? When, are, when does the real Geno Smith sense? That Will the real Geno Smith the please stand up? Game show up. Right. It doesn't make fucking sense. And I mean, granted, do I think Kenneth Walker is quickly becoming a premier back in this league? I do. Uh, do I think DK Metcalf is going out there with an injured patella tendon? I do. Is Tyler Lockett banged up now? Yes. So let's be real about this. Seattle is currently fourth in points scored per game. They're 11th in yards per game. Their offense has been running 
rampant. I think that's going to start to slow. On the other side of the ball, they're 25th in points allowed per game. They don't control the ball well. They're 22nd in time of possession. And I think defensively, they're a little bit weaker than they have shown. They've needed to score a lot of points to win games. They beat Arizona 19-9 three weeks ago. Again, I don't know. Arizona lost to Minnesota last week. You're right. Kirk Cousins looked shaky. Ultimately, I am going against my better That was on the road. Correct. That was on the road. That was Cardinals at Minnesota. Were on the road. That was at yeah. Minnesota. I'm going to go against my better judgment. I'm going to take Arizona minus two to win, and I'm going to keep the over because both these teams will put up 25 points. <coughs> I'm going to take the uh, Seahawks, giving up the two, and uh, the under. Woo! Switcheroo. I'm going to take the under, but I'm taking the Cardinals. You are. I am. Wow. I wish I would have been on an island with that one. The Cardinals are taking off after Hopkins came back. They're yes. Get, they're getting it together. DeAndre Hopkins has had two fucking monstrous weeks. Yeah, they still haven't been able to run the football, though. They can't run the football. That's what's scary. They can't run the football. Yeah. Okay. And I haven't been more nervous for a game since the last two since the last time these two teams met. The Rams are heading down to sunny Tampa Bay, Florida to play the Buccaneers at Raymond James Stadium. Somehow, Tampa Bay is a three-point favorite, and the over-under is 42 and a half. And I ask you this, before this year started, if I told you the over-under in a Rams-Buccaneers game was 42 and a half. I'd have said you're crazy. <laughs> um, the Buccaneers' troubles, very well documented. They've lost their last three to Pittsburgh, Carolina, and Baltimore. The Rams? Well documented. Well documented. The only person who was playing well for the Rams, because they don't have any running backs, um, they have Allen Robinson, which is like having, I don't know, syphilis, um, (laughs) was Cooper Cup, and he is very questionable for this week. I'm going to take the Buccaneers. I I'm going to take it, the I over. Was, he's just a little banged up. I'm taking the Buccaneers in the over in this game. Okay, so why? Wait. Why? What do you mean, why? Why? Taking the Buccaneers in the over. Why? Because I think they, as, as shitty as the Buccaneers have been playing, they're still better than the fucking Rams. So you don't think this is going to be some sort of rebirth no, for the no, Buccaneers? No, 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 no. Tom Brady's going to have fucking four touchdowns in this game. Jeffrey? This is. Come on, Lloyd. Pick a game. Halfway through the season, and sooner or later, the the Bucks are gonna. It's got. It's It's gonna all start clicking. It's gotta click. This. I know. Keep saying this. Guess what? Until the until the wheels fall off, I'm gonna take them. See, this is the problem for me. In my eyes, the wheels fell off in the Carolina game. But then I'll say this, they played Baltimore pretty much better than anybody has played Baltimore. I mean, yeah. god it's damn. The game of football, they baby. lost by five to Baltimore. And it was a Thursday night game. They were on, they were, I, I don't know. The defense stepped up when they had. The defense stepped up. The See, the problem is up. their defense has not been stepping up, though. No, they haven't. They have not. But the offense hasn't either. Nobody for Tampa has stepped up, God damn it! And I've had yeah, enough. Stafford, they, they better hope they if they wheel 
Cooper Cup out there this week, if they wheel him in the cart out there this week. But that's the thing. They, Stafford has nobody. He's got Allen Robinson. Oh, here we go. He's got nobody. You, you know what? Stop. If you if you he's take out Cooper Cup, he truly has yeah. nobody. Got two or three good tight ends over there. He's got fucking uh, what's that? He has one name? one good tight Allen end. Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson. He's the big free agent. He was oh, he was yeah, the totally. Off season. Totally. Oh, there you go. Tyler Higby hasn't Listen, done got dick. Got two two Atwell. Well. Yeah, he just said Tyler Higby is good. Tyler Higby hasn't done dick. Tutu Atwell. I don't know what the fuck that gonna is. going to have a great game this week. Tutu Atwell? Yes. What about Ben Skronik? Him, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ben Scrotum. He's going to have a great, great game Give me this the week. Bucks. Bucks. I got the Bucks giving up to three. No, you want, if you want to take Dude, the Rams, No, I them. just don't know who to choose. So I'm going to go with the legend, the man that I would lay down my life for, Tom Brady. You're an idiot. I'm going to take the Buccaneers minus three. I'm going to take the under uh, because I don't know how many points the Buccaneers are actually capable of scoring. And I don't think the Rams are capable of scoring all that many, especially if Cup is out. And especially if, who's the fucking running back for the Rams? Barney. Oh. Uh, Buccaneers, this, this, I don't think it's going to be the reemergence. I don't think it's game. going to be the Phoenix rising up from the ashes. I think that happens next week against Seattle for them. But I think they get, a W that's much needed right now against the Rams this week. Take them. Bet the house on Brady this week. I think it's going to be a big one. Yeah. Sunday night football live from Arrowhead. The Titans at five and two go into Kansas City to play the five and two Chiefs, who are a 12 and a half point favorite with an over under of 46 and a half. This is easy. And the big, well, the big question on everyone's mind here. Is is Ryan Tannehill gonna play? I don't think it matters. Do you think it matters? Well, here's the thing. Because yeah, if, it does. It does fucking matter because Malik Willis can't hit the fucking broadside of a barn. No, if Malik Willis he plays, it's gonna be an absolute. Sh- not, hit water, you're not wrong. He could hit water on lake. a boat. Yeah. Um. Do you think twelve and a half is too many? I do. Oh, I wow. Do. I, I don't that like is, the 12 is. and a half. <clears throat> I like the Titans to cover this week. They're not going to win, but they will cover. All you got to do is, it's real simple. Derrick Henry, 200 yards rushing. Keep Pat Mahomes, cute little ass, off the field. And, and you got your ball game right there. And I will I take. I think you And I, I am yet. going to take. I'm going to take the under on this. So you're taking. Kansas City to win, correct. Tennessee to cover, and the under. Correct. I am taking Kansas City to win. I am taking Kansas City to cover, and I am going to take the over. Okay. Kansas City went out last week and put up 44 points against the San Francisco 49ers, whose defense is leaps and fucking bounds better than Tennessee. I think Kansas City is – I mean, whether Tannehill's in or not, Kansas City's hands down. Correct. And I bet you Tannehill's not going to play. I think you're going to get Malik yeah. Willis. I think you're going to get a lot of turnovers. I think you're going to get a lot of bullshit. I think they're, uh, they're going to run the ball. They're going to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Yes, but they're, they're going to they're going to have 30, 30 fucking minutes of of time of possession this week. I agree. So is this the week Derrick Henry goes down? No, oh. it's the week Derrick Henry fucking goes for two hundred yards and four touchdowns, just like last week. All right. All right. 
What? <laughs> Nothing. Monday night football. The Baltimore Ravens head into New Orleans to play the Saints. The Ravens are a two and a half point favorite. The over under is 48 points. Um, this is an interesting one. Saints had a Saints had a very big win last week against Vegas, as we said earlier, 24 to 0. The Ravens also have it was had the Alvin Kamara show. It was the Alvin Kamara show. The Ravens haven't played since last Thursday, so that's 11 days off in between games. It's almost like a second bye week. Yeah, I don't like teams coming off of 11 days off. I don't like that shit. Well, I'm going to do something uh, kind of kooky dun, here. Dun, dun. I'm going to take the Saints to cover in this game. Fuck. Well, cover or win? Cover. So the and two and a half points, you think Baltimore is going to win by one? By one point. What's the final score? Predict it right now. Go. Um, 35-34. I knew you were going to fucking say that. I should have said it in the microphone because I knew that's what you were going to say. So then you're obviously yeah. taking the over I'm as well. I'm obviously taking the over. I'm taking Baltimore to win, Baltimore to Figured cover in the over. algorithm? I, yeah, I just I was staring <laughs> at him, and I saw the fucking gears turning, and I was like, he's going to say 35-34. Well, here's the thing. I, I still think that Andy Dalton could put a lot of points up. Uh, it's it's all on the defense, the defenses. If 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 New Orleans defense shows up like they did last week, that's it's going to be a tight game. I want to see Roquan Smith tear Andy Dalton's butthole in half. That could happen. <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. Because <laughs> I'm a big Roquan Smith guy. I think he's the best linebacker they've had there since Ray, Ray Lewis. Lewis retired. Uh, yeah, give me the Ravens. Give me the Ravens to win. Give me the Ravens to cover. Give me the over. You know, I actually forgot that Roquan Smith ended up there. You're the one who said it earlier. I know. I know. I forgot oh where he God. went. I knew he left. I forgot where he went, and it, it just clicked. Absolute now I'm absolutely hammer-fucking the Ravens to win this game. I'm surprised they're only two-and-a-half-point favorite. Vegas must have I really taken that shellacking the Saints put on last week. Yeah. As, they as, took that seriously. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did. You got uh, six teams on the bye week this week. We do. Uh, and they are as follows. The – hold on, I lost my spot. Three and five Cleveland Browns. Oh, yeah, the Cowboys by Broncos by Giants the six by – two Cowboys, the three and five Broncos – the six and two Giants, the two and six Steelers, and the four and four 49ers. Um, yeah, I know. I don't have Nick Chubb this week, and I don't know what I'm going to do. You know what's disgusting, dude? Is the Rams are only a game out of this fucking division right now. And they're fucking awful. And they're awful. I know. And Seattle leads the division? Well, no. The Rams are a game and a half out. Yeah. Yeah. Seattle leads the division. I know. Who would have thought that? Nobody. Fucking nobody. Hey, you want to know something, dude? Who would have thought Atlanta would be at, in first at, place? At what, at what point does Dan Campbell lose his job if they lose this fucking week? No. No. If Dan Campbell. If they get blown out. They could lose the entire season. Hey, I, I don't I don't believe that. You want me to be I honest? I don't believe that. You want that me to be honest with you? They could lose every game the rest of the I, year. I don't, I don't believe By that. By 30. And Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes will both be back next year. I think Brad Holmes is coming back regardless. I don't know about Dan Campbell. Yes, but at the end of the day, let's stop and talk about this. Who is more? Who do you put more blame on, Brad Holmes or Dan Campbell? Well, I don't put Brad blame Holmes. on Brad Holmes for this. I do. I, I think do. Brad Holmes 
is looking for the future. And this is why he took some guys that were somewhat suspect because they were injured players. They basically told everybody with their draft that this fucking year here was a throwaway year. Correct. So, but that's why Dan I mean, Campbell shouldn't be fired. They're not saying that, but we know that's what that was. Oh, no shit. But yeah. that's why you don't fire Dan Campbell. You Dan picked this Campbell guy. Dan Campbell keeps doing the same stupid shit. This guy rallied the fucking troops. fucking last year. If dude. you were going to judge. It doesn't matter, dude. He you know how much that locker room coach. would change? Not this guy coach. has. It doesn't matter if they lose every game. Not a head out. coach, bud. That guy still has that locker room on lock. Okay. doesn't fucking matter. Listen. Sooner or later, he's going to lose these guys. He's going to fucking lose them. You can't keep preaching the same shit every week and not have fucking results. Because guess what? He's going to lose them. I don't give what a is fuck he if preached? he was... All these preachers, I don't, I don't we care have to get if back he was to Tom work. Landry coming out of the box with the fucking hat on, walking the sidelines. Guess what, dude? If you don't show results... You're going to lose but, the locker room. But you're, you're being hypocritical right now. Why? Because you're sitting here saying everybody knows, right? This was their plan. Everybody knows this year was a I'm throwaway. Not, I'm not Hold talking on. about that. Listen, Brad Holmes was hired after Dan Campbell. Okay. Okay. But again, you just said. What fucking GM? A GM is supposed to give his coach. to pick their team. They pick their coaching staff. They pick everything. This was handpicked. Once again, the Detroit Lions going ass backwards. They should have hired a GM before they hired a coach. And, That's Sheila Hamm's problem. That this is what's going to happen. Listen, you're you can't blame Dan Campbell for this. You cannot blame no. Dan Campbell for this. Brad Holmes I'm, I'm drafts the Dan talent, Campbell brings the talent this. to the coach. Do you see progression in the team? No, absolutely not. I see regression. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, but. Okay, again, I'm going to say this, and I said it in the offseason. If you wanted to win this year, you go it's out not, and you make— I, We already know that they're not okay, winning. Okay, so if we, you're— we So know then that. why are you saying that, that and so you're blaming you, What I'm saying this is here. We said they're a 5 win football team for the get-go for this year because of the way they drafted. I said they were a 5 win football Correct. team. Correct. We all did. I don't think they'll win five games. I don't think they will either. I don't think they're going to win five games. I think they'll win two if they're So lucky. at what point? I don't think they at should. At what yeah. point when you get swept by fucking Green Bay and you get swept by fucking Chicago, does this guy still have a job? I don't th- I don't trust when him. When you have accepted I the f- don't trust him going forward to with another but- fucking draft. That would be Brad Holmes then. That would be it's Brad not Holmes all Brad then. Holmes. That don't, would be don't Brad think Holmes. For one minute that the coach does not have some kind of say so when they he does. But in the end of the, the day, the guy who pulls the plug is the GM. I get that. Brad Holmes. I, that's Brad Holmes was saying. solely responsible for that. If you want to talk about the biggest fuck up they had this year in the draft, it was Jamison Williams. And yes, and could he Aiden come out, Hutchinson. Could he opinion. come out to play like fucking Jamar Chase? Yes. Does it matter if you don't need him? No. That was Brad Holmes. I get that. I get that. That was Brad Holmes. I get that. You get it. Dan Campbell is out there fielding a defense with a with a with a fucking daycare. Okay. That's that, on Brad that Holmes. Being said, at what point does Dan Campbell continue to make the mistakes that he makes and and not be held accountable? When you for? hired Dan Campbell. 
Okay. He's cost his team two games this year. Okay. Two fucking games this year. When you hired Dan Campbell, okay, you knew what the fuck you were getting. You're not getting a guy who's going to manage the game by the book. You're not getting a guy who's going to make a rational decision down that. the stretch. We know that. You're not getting that. You hired Dan but Campbell. He's costing his team wins. Did costing his guys wins. But with his fucking horrible coaching. Here's the thing. Is he a motivator? Does he motivate these guys? Absolutely. Did Matt Patricia cost his team more wins by losing his locker room and having a bunch of guys who didn't play for him or did Dan Campbell buy bad calls on the field? Because you're going to have to pick one of the other. It's, 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 it's going to wind up being the same thing. Correct. You're never going to get both. So well, at well, least I'll take well, Dan Campbell. What was Matt Patricia's Hands record? Down. What was Matt Patricia's record in the fucking two years he was here? We're going to have to look that up. I, I don't what, know who knows three that games? off the top of their head. What does Dan Campbell want? Four. Four. Four games, asshole. Two yeah, years. I, 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 what he just said, I would pick Dan Campbell, hands down. Not Matt Patricia. No, because, Matt Patricia here you go. Chased did Matt, talent did away Matt, from When did the Matt team. Patricia lose the locker room? I think he lost it pretty early on. I, yeah. he lost it I, I think he yeah. lost it his second year. I agree. Second year, midway through when they started shipping guys out. No, I think, I think it was right when he got there. After I, a training I, I camp hit so. that year, three there was seasons, already reports of the, the players complaining about how he was running the team. In three seasons, Matt Patricia was 13-29-1. Okay. So you got two seasons right now with Dan Campbell, and, and he's what? Four. Okay. Well, last year, they, they, they won three last year. They lost 14, so they were 3-14 and 14 last year. So he's four, and then how many did they lose this year? Five already? Six. They lost six so far this year. So he's four and twenty. Right. At what hey, point? Four twenty. Okay. <laughs> he's four and twenty. Okay. Yep. And we still got fucking eight games to go here. Correct. What I'm telling you is this: I believe that if this guy can't split in his division, he will be gone. He won't. I truly. Sheila believe Ham came You're out talking said, about the Ford yes. family, dude. <laughs> it's like I, talking I, about Jerry Jones. Hey, you've got to give him three years. You've got to give him three years. I, Outside I of going 0-16, you got to give him three years. I don't know. Got to. I don't know. Do. And they will. You do. And they will. He has a six-year contract. You give him at least three. I, you, I don't know what. Uh, you know what? Matt Patricia had a bigger contract than him, and he didn't last. Hey, I got news what? for you. They, they like Dan Campbell so much. Yeah. Say, let's, say, let's say they win three games. Uh, do you games think they like Dan game. Campbell as much as uh, Martha Ford liked fucking Jim Caldwell? Jim Caldwell. I think they like him more. Really? I think he could win nine games in his first three years and, keep, and get a fourth year. I, I, I don't know how, how you could do that in this day and age. Because the revolving door thing in the NFL doesn't work any. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It does not work. Lovey Smith lost his. He won ten games in Chicago and lost his fucking job. Well, the year they fired Caldwell, what do you have? Seven or eight wins? I think it was nine and seven. Yeah, his problem. It's just was, not a fit. That, his he, problem was he wasn't. Uh, he was analytically in the game. He was good, but he he couldn't make decisions when the game was on the line. To sound listen familiar? To listen to me. Sound fucking familiar? Jim what Caldwell. Right Jim now? Caldwell was not aggressive at all. Jim he was like, oh, if that's going to happen, that I'm just going to let it happen. He was inept. He was inept when it comes to fucking calling a game. Hey, hold on. And it's just sound familiar? Jim Caldwell was a better play caller than Dan Campbell Hands any down. day of the week. Hands once down. Once on Sunday. Hands down. Hands Jim down. Jim Caldwell wasn't a play caller. Huh? 
Was it a play caller? Head coach, decision maker, game yeah. manager. You think he was whatever better? Whatever you want to call it, he was better than Dan Campbell. I, I would say they're about the same. Okay, no, I'd say point blank. Jim Caldwell was living on one fucking year with Peyton Manning that they won a Super Bowl. Yes. The next year, Peyton Manning went down with a neck injury. They lost every fucking game except for one. He won. And he lost his he job. He won. He won nine games. And I remember with Tony Dungy's team. No, stop. With the Detroit Lions. I'm talking with the Colts. I don't care about the Colts. Okay. With the Detroit Lions, Jim Caldwell won nine games and was a literal pubic hair away from making the playoffs. They needed Chicago to lose to Green Bay. I remember watching the game at Joey's Pizza in Marco Island, and Chicago hit the last second field goal to win the game. And that's why they didn't make the playoffs that year. I remember it. And that's when he got fired. And and at the end of the day, I can't and, sit and here. He should have got fired during the Dallas game. I can't sit here right now and think of a time where I am going to see the Lions led into the playoffs by Jared Goff and Dan Campbell and everything else. But the Lions have made it known they wanted to change the culture. The grit thing. They want to change the culture. Dan Campbell is a complete culture change from Jim Caldwell, from Matt Patricia, from Jim Schwartz, from all of the former regime. And at the end of the day, they wanted to bring in a motivator. They wanted to bring in a team guy, a player guy, and that's what they got. They've got to roll the dice. They've got to stick with him, and they got to keep their fingers crossed and pray something. And now it's on the GM to surround him with the tools that he needs to win a game. Well, he took the headset off, so I guess that's it for today. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. If you are not, follow us on Instagram at Tip Balls, Twitter at Tip Balls Podcast, TikTok, sorry, at Tip Balls Podcast. If you are listening to us on Spotify or Apple, please check us out on YouTube and remember to subscribe. If you're watching us, click the follow button for either Apple Music or Spotify, whichever one you so prefer. You guys will hear from us again Tuesday where we see how wrong we were yet again. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the games. Bye. Am I perfect?